The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Tina Lehman. How to Augment and Support Your Natural Detox Capacities Conventional wisdom has decreed that detox is a myth. They're not even sure if toxins even exist, as far as I can tell. On the other side, you've got detox gurus prescribing cayenne maple lemon tea and glasses full of charcoal water as cures for essentially everything. Where does the truth lie? First, detoxification does exist. It's an established concept, after all, with its very own spot in the dictionary. When we come into contact with toxins, compounds that pose a threat to our healthy homeostasis, we must remove or nullify them. That's detoxification. Popular conceptions of how detox works, however, are inaccurate. Both sides are wrong. Both sides are flailing around a false narrative. The conventional side, the skeptics, are attacking a straw man. That our bodies are passive recipients of toxicity, the damsel tied to the tracks awaiting the oncoming toxin train. And only this special proprietary blend of herbs and spices can sever the bonds. The detox fanatics, meanwhile, overstate their case. With frequent references to flushing and die-off, they seem to think that detox is about using outside agents to impose order on the body from the top down. In reality, the body comes equipped with detoxification capabilities. We use the liver, kidneys, and various endogenous antioxidants to remove and or nullify dangerous compounds that enter the body. And we can improve the functioning of those capacities either by actively supporting them with necessary precursors or by getting out of the way. Here's a look at nine ideas people have about it. Number one, feel the heat. Applying heat just feels good, they say. Saunas are a placebo, they say. There's no evidence they actually help you detox anything, they say. It's an indulgence we're attempting to justify, they say, and you're certainly not sweating out any toxins. But wait. Exposure to extreme heat increases something called heat shock proteins, or HSPs. HSPs have a range of beneficial hormetic effects on our detoxification capacity. They trigger compensatory adaptations and activate antioxidant defenses in the blood of healthy volunteers. They even increase regeneration of the body's main detoxifying organ, the liver, after it's been damaged. As for that sweating claim, sweat contains bioaccumulated toxins. BPA shows up in sweat, for example, even when it doesn't show up in the blood or urine. Sweat also contains certain phthalate compounds and their metabolites, none of which we want. Sweat also contains arsenic and lead in people exposed to high levels of the metals. Sweating may even improve the function of another important detoxification organ, the kidney, by restoring nitrogen excretion in people with kidney disease. In one study, police officers with chronic illnesses caused by exposure to high levels of meth lab chemicals experienced major improvements after sauna therapy. 2. Drink coffee. Coffee is consistently linked to lower rates of type 2 diabetes, which many researchers suggest begins with damage to the liver. More recently, coffee was shown to undo alcohol-related liver damage. A damaged liver cannot perform its designated functions as well as it should. A damaged liver cannot process, metabolize, and render inert the toxins it's supposed to be handling. 
Moderate coffee consumption also increases serum levels of glutathione, a major player in detoxification. Make sure you drink it, though. Resist that strange compulsion so many have to shoot it up your colon. 3. Cruciferous Vegetables We all know crucifers like broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, and cauliflower are good for us. But why? One big reason is that they're good sources of sulforaphane, a potent activator of a little-known but extremely important antioxidant called quinone reductase. Quinone reductase protects cells from carcinogenic or toxic insults, and it also helps conduct the activity of glutathione. Dr. Rhonda Patrick recommends broccoli sprouts, which have up to 100 times the sulforaphane of mature broccoli. A daily broccoli sprout drink was able to quickly and sustainably nullify airborne pollutant-derived oxidative stress in a group of Chinese adults. 4. Eat Collagen Glycine, the primary amino acid in collagen, is essential for detoxifying methionine, an amino acid found primarily in muscle meat and eggs. The more meat and eggs you eat, the more collagen you need to replenish. That means eating collagenous material like cartilage, gristle, and bone broth, or eating dedicated collagen supplements. I've made this a daily priority for myself for quite a while now, and I try to make it easier for others to implement in their diet. 5. For heavy metals, try chelating agents. EDTA, or ethylenediamine tetraacetic acid, is a synthetic amino acid with proven efficacy against heavy metal toxicity. Once administered, EDTA literally dissolves heavy metals in the body. EDTA-bound metals are highly water-soluble, so they're easy to excrete. It's extremely similar to how detox gurus talk about magical detox protocols, except it actually works. One recent study that actually sought out to disprove the chelating effects of EDTA ended up getting a massively positive result. There's even evidence that EDTA chelation can protect against other diseases like heart disease. 6. Support glutathione production. Glutathione is the master antioxidant. It plays a role in the detoxification of most every toxin that enters your body, from alcohol to BPA to airborne pollutants. Fortunately, there are many ways to support your glutathione status. Eat polyphenols, take NAC, drink raw milk or eat raw egg whites, take whey protein, eat crucifers, again, and support cytochrome P450 activity. Cytochrome P450 is a class of enzymes that, among other tasks, detoxifies incoming drugs and carcinogens. As with glutathione and other antioxidants, cytochrome P450 responds to certain dietary components. Crucifers boost cytochrome P450 activity while apiaceous vegetables, such as carrots, parsley, and celery, inhibit it. This doesn't mean that carrots will toxify you. They're still good to eat. Just don't eat them in hopes of activating cytochrome P450. Dietary flavonoids, plant phytochemicals found in foods like chocolate, red wine, tea, berries, and pretty much everything, can also alter cytochrome P450 activity. Some will raise it, some will lower it, but the important thing is that flavonoids in general have a positive effect. Just eat a wide variety of whole foods and you'll come out ahead. 7. Support your liver. The liver is a chemical processing plant. If something's being detoxified in your body, the liver is probably involved. There are several things you can do to keep the liver healthy. 
Avoid refined omega-6 polyunsaturated oils. Get your poofas from fish, eggs, animals, and nuts. Don't eat refined sugar. Don't drink too much alcohol, and when you do, eat some saturated fat with it, and really minimize your polyunsaturated fat intake the day of. Eat egg yolks often and try some liver once in a while. Both are high in choline, which our livers require to process fats and function properly. We can also make choline from methionine, an amino acid found in animal products, but it's best to get plenty of both. And the more methionine you eat, remember, the more collagen you need. 8. Support your kidneys. The kidneys excrete many of the toxins you accumulate. Protein gets a bad rap when it comes to kidney health, but the real culprit appears to be sugar, particularly fructose. Compared to glucose, it has a far more adverse effect on the kidneys. Metabolic syndrome also usually precedes kidney failure. If you have bad kidney function already, limit protein intake until it's back on track. But rest assured that even high protein intakes pose no real threat to healthy kidneys. Number 9. Support your gut. Having good gut health is paramount for detoxification. For one, a leaky gut allows unwanted compounds into circulation to disturb homeostasis. Those are toxins. It may not be the kind of toxin most people think of when they hear the word detox, but bacterial endotoxin, allergic proteins, and other irritants that take advantage of a leaky gut wall can do serious damage. To boot, gut bacteria modulate xenobiotic metabolism. As you can see, there's nothing magical about detoxification. You're not introducing some superfood that hones in on and eradicates the toxins coursing through your blood. You aren't physically flushing them out from your colon. There's no brute force involved. You're simply supporting, and in some cases, augmenting the natural detoxification pathways human bodies have been using for hundreds of thousands of years. This also means that detoxification is an ongoing process. It's not a one-and-done deal. You don't do a cleanse every fortnight and forget about it until the next. You have to maintain and be consistent. As always, I'm sure I'll have pissed off people from both sides of the argument. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's how good conversations get started. Thanks so much for listening today, and have a wonderful day.